We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. you date me a podcast where me nicole byer was trying to figure out why i'm still single but i've done too many episodes nobody fucking knows so now i'm just interviewing people and having a nice time my guest today is a comedian an actor a writer for rick and morty star trek lower decks and solar opposites he's the co-host of the guilty pleasures podcast and i found him on instagram talking about bidets (laughs) and it made me laugh so then i was like do you want to do my podcast it's Garrick Bernard! Hey, 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 thank you, thank you. What a nice and beautiful rollout. I love that. <laughs> well, I was like on Instagram, and then I guess I've just been watching a lot of stand-up lately, and then I came across your bidet bit, and it really made me laugh. <laughs> great, great. I'm glad. I, I'm happy that more people appreciate bidets in general, and that the 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 overall consensus has not been mm-hmm. like, oh, gross, why are you using a bidet? <laughs> and more so like, oh, man, I got back from Japan and I'm never going back. You know, I'm never I going back to. love a bidet. I don't remember yeah. when I was first introduced to one, but now all my toilets have a bidet. And then I just got back from Africa. They have bidets. They have two options in Africa. You can like transfer the butt to the bidet or uh-huh. they got a spray gun and that shoots it oh. right up your asshole and that is my preference that is i think that's it that's the, that those are the ones that you kind of just take off from like a sink or something like that and then you just kind of yeah. yeah that's good that's yeah. a good one it that's was a good one delightful um do you have a tushy what what is your brand of choice <laughs> Yeah, my brand of choice is the tushy because mainly it's just <laughs> it's, you just got to be kind of regular. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do want to get like the heated one um, mm. at, at some point, but they're so expensive. They're so expensive. Yeah. My friend Phil, he has a bidet in the toilet. Like the whole thing is a unit. I think it's a Japanese yeah. toilet, 
But like when you walk past it, it like says hello, like the little lid lifts up and it's like, yeah. do you want to put something in here? Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. That reminds me of uh, Look Who's Talking, uh, Mr. Toilet Man. It's a really, really bad and random reference. But um, one of the kids, very, very niche. <laughs> one of the kids was afraid of the toilet. And it like it, a toilet opening up by itself is just going to bring back that memory. Uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm good on a toilet opening by itself. But <laughs> I do love the ones with the heated seats and the, the heated water. I don't like the heated seats just because I'm like, I don't know if my butt needs to be warm like that while I'm peeing yeah, or, you know, taking a shit. But I do like the heated water. That's nice. That's opulence. That's nice. Okay. Okay. That's that's rich. Have you been to, it's a restaurant called Mo, Madamo? Modomo? Modomo? Mm. No. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Modomo. <laughs> I don't think I'm saying it right, but the guy who did Mama Fuku, oh. I don't know if I'm saying that right, David uh -huh. Chang, I think. Yeah. So he's got another restaurant in LA. He's got toilets with the heated seats and the heated water. And I went to dinner once and I spent a long time in the bathroom. And my friend was like, are you okay? And I was like, yes, I was just having a very nice time in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I'll actually take my meal in here. <laughs> like, let me just eat in the bathroom. Like, you're not a loser anymore. Like, like in high school, <laughs> now it's just like you're a cool person that just enjoys yeah. the richer things in life, I guess. <laughs> I am opulent. Garrick, I have a question. Yeah. Are you single? Are you dating? Are you married? Do you not want to say those are those are the only options? Um, I am dating. I am dating. I've been in a relationship for five years. Uh, That's a nice time. Yeah. Okay. We, we just moved in together about a year ago. Ah, yeah. Congrats. And so that's, yeah, thank you so much. How did you meet? Uh, we met at work. We both worked at BuzzFeed. Um, I was uh -huh. a writer there and she was doing social there. And she was coming in right as I was leaving. And mm -hmm. I want to say like two weeks before um, I left, I was like, I got to talk to, I got to say something to this girl. So, yeah, I just kind of asked her out. What was the thing that you said? Um, I don't, I think I, I made her a play, <laughs> I made her a playlist and I sent it on Slack. How very BuzzFeed of you. Yeah. If you like eight songs on this playlist, you have to go out with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, ex it's the exact manner of that. Like, it, and it was like, um, uh, emo rock type stuff as well. So it wasn't even kind of cool it I was really like going out <laughs> on a limb there um I think okay so the playlist was titled I'm embarrassing myself by like just mm -hmm. showing her my music taste um and she was into it which was nice which was a nice thing to you know kind of have some common ground on and then I yeah I just kind of walked over to her desk and asked her out but okay, no, that's not that's it didn't go that smoothly. Um <laughs> Okay, so the first time the first time I went over to her desk, she wasn't there. Uh -huh. Um the okay. second time I went over to her desk, her desk mate was there and um she was just like, "Are you looking for someone <laughs> or something? What's <laughs> what's going on? Why are you kind of just like like wandering around?" And then the third time, um, she was she was there, and I just kind of asked her out. Yeah, so <laughs> I love that you stalked her desk first. Her desk yeah. mate's like, "Can I help you?" And you're like, "Nope, you're the wrong one. I yeah. don't want you. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you. You 
actually grossed me out. I would rather die. No, 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 no. She was nice. Um, so five years, mm-hmm. that's like a solid amount of time. What was your first date? First day we went bowling, which I okay. have now realized is terrible for women because they have, you know, long nails. It's really stupid. Uh-huh. I shouldn't have done that. Um, but we went bowling in Koreatown and then um, went to like this, like, I don't even know the name of it anymore. It was like a weird, like, soju bar that was like in a parking lot. Like the entrance was through a parking lot. Uh-huh. Might not be there anymore, but it was, uh, yeah, we both lived in K-Town. So, yeah, we kind of just like walked around, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, in your defense, I don't think bowling is a bad first date. I have nails, but I fucking love bowling. I you think love bowling. Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's fun to be like, I'm going to throw this heavy thing to knock down some more heavy things. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I could be the winner or you could be the winner. And it's like, oh, my God, look at us. Yeah. We're being cute. I like bowling. Yeah. I also like think that nobody should be good at bowling. I think that it's either you're <laughs> you're either like awful at it or uh-huh. you're like a professional guy that's doing like oh, who do you think you are? I am that that whole bit. But like everybody else, you you shouldn't. It, it, it's it's like a nice thing to kind of say let's go do because just like we're we're mm-hmm. both equally bad at this. Um, yeah. So so let's go embarrass ourselves together. Yeah, bowling's the great equalizer. Also, yeah. top golf. I've never done it, but it looks hard. Yeah, not, not a good golf. So, okay, so even with top golf, you walk in and then you'll see somebody bringing their own clubs and you're like, all right, man. <laughs> okay. That's like if you go to New York and do karaoke anywhere near the theater district after the show's yeah. let out. There's yeah. somebody from Broadway who's like, I want to make people's night bad and make them feel bad for not being as talented as me. Why is that? Why? Why is that your thing? Why do you get off on that? <laughs> Stop. Leave us alone. We are mere mortals who who don't have the range to hit the back of the room. Leave us alone. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like if fucking Chelsea Handler put on a wig and went to like an open mic and was like, I don't know why these jokes are working. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, it's like, just don't do that. You're Chelsea Handler. I okay, so w- one time, um, I was I was doing a mic down in, I um somewhere probably in Koreatown as well, mm-hmm. um or somewhere on the east side, and Bill Burr went up at an open mic, and we we're just like, what the fuck, dog? <laughs> no, stop. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it was, and it was like right around that t- the time of that one episode of Louie where he was like, oh, let's like just kind of bounce around and do mics or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, seeing Bill Burr at a mic, you're like, okay, this is one, a, a great learning opportunity, but two, uh-huh. come on, man, you're, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna make me feel <laughs> you're bad. You're gonna if fucking I'm... annihilate. And then the next <laughs> yeah. person who's like, hey, I don't know if this joke about, the circus works. It's like it doesn't. <laughs> Bill Burr just doesn't. killed, and your fucking yeah. circus joke is trash. Go home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We all we all ran in, like just like <laughs> what the f- is fucking Bill Burr on stage right now? I I did a show with Bill Burr, like in the pandemic, like when we were heavy in the pandemic, and it was an outdoor show, and people were heckling him from the other side of the fence, 
And I don't think they know they knew it was Bill Burr, but then he just started talking to them and it was very funny. He was just like, yeah. ah, I'm doing something here. And they're like, <laughs> we don't fucking care. <laughs> it was just wild. I love I love when people don't realize a stand-up is going on and they're just kind of being ambushed <laughs> with jokes. <laughs> and then also they don't know that a famous person is on stage. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and they're just like, I don't fucking care. I'm just gonna yeah. say whatever the fuck I want. It was very yeah. funny. Yeah. I'm trying to go to bed or like they're like standing on the roof you know this is like oh i'm looking at fireworks or whatever there's just it's so good it's always so good it's always so uh humiliating honestly oh stand up i think in itself is humiliating because it's yeah. like it can happen in a theater that's dignified it can happen in a club all right people are eating dinner while you're yeah. trying to tell jokes or it happens on like a parking lot or a rooftop and people just yeah. yell at you. They're like, you fucking suck. And you're like, yup, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, you're right. I'm bad. I'm bad yeah, at this. Uh-huh. And yeah, um, yeah. you are not in my context bubble. And so you don't understand what the, what the fuck uh-huh. is going on right now. Oh my God. So wait, when you moved in with your girlfriend, who asked who? Did you ask her or she asked you? Um, we had a couple of false starts. I oh. I think we went into like a, a mutual agreement of us being like we I think we've been dating for like three years. Like like we should definitely move in. Um and then the pandemic happened. Um mm-hmm. and so we're like, let's not do it now. That's awful. Mm-hmm. And then during the pandemic, uh, I got cast in um, Single Drunk Female uh, for, so I was gone for like three months. And she was like, I don't want to uh, move in with somebody. And then they're just, I'm just alone for a while. Mm -hmm. And so we waited until after that was done. And then we had a a falling out because of uh, like work and all of that stuff. Um, and and then like waited another year and then we moved in together. Okay. How did you get around her feeling like you would be gone while she was living with you? Was that just like a thing she came to terms with or? I I don't even know that we have met, <laughs> have found like a good common ground, but I think it's just uh-huh. like setting rules on how long um, we go without seeing each other. And oh, okay. like, yeah. So it's just like, oh, if once we get to like a two week point, like we need to go and like, uh, I'll fly back home or like she'll come out and visit or something like that. Um, that but works. yeah, I feel like that works, right? Um, Listen, I don't we'll know. See. Never really been in a relationship. <laughs> I just, you know, people say things and I go, hey, that sounds good. Also, I had a lady on my podcast who told me, she was like, go overseas, try to find love. I just spent two weeks in Africa and I didn't fucking find love. The only people who hit on me were people at the fucking uh, customs when I was leaving and couldn't go out with them. That's when I got hit on. And I was like, this this is horseshit, this sucks. (laughs) Yeah, where were you? Where were you this whole time? To get out of the customs line and come talk to me. Yeah, come hang out with me. Yeah. Ugh. Um, so wait, you, so you met at work. Yeah. So maybe I'll meet somebody at work. I think that's it. I think we got to stop looking for like, oh, I'm going to go and expand my dating pool everywhere. Mm-hmm. No, it's work. It's your job. <laughs> it's most of the time. Like, just be easier on yourself as far as like uh-huh. where you're willing to look. 
Uh, I, I'm the, the exact opposite of the lady that came on the podcast earlier. It's just like, don't go overseas. <laughs> yeah, she literally was like, go overseas, go to a different country, go to where you're appreciated. And let me tell you, I was not appreciated in a lot of countries in Africa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't go there. Especially Kenya. I went with my friend and they loved her there and I was dog uh-huh. shit. But where was I? Zimbabwe people seemed to like me. Okay. Um, But truly, I was like, how the fuck are people doing this? How, how, how? <laughs> how are they finding love when they don't even have the cultural touch points of someone yeah. from Kenya? That's weird. That's weird. It's, and it also, yeah. like your your friend, you know, I mean, I'm sure she's a, a, a nice lady, but she's not finding love out there. She's finding guys who are just like, oh, passport. You know, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's rude to say, but it, I, I, I am um, the Caribbean. And so like my family, uh, we go back there all the time and people hit on my sister a lot every time we're back there. Mm-hmm. And most of the time they're like, oh, I just want like a, uh, a I want an American or something like that. Or mm, I'm yeah, trying to get over to the States. Where in the Caribbean the are you from? Trinidad? Trinidad. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> You got it on the first try. Oh, I know. It's because I'm looking at uh, information my assistant dug up on you. <laughs> nice. Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, got it. My family's from Barbados, and nice. nobody hit on me when I went to Barbados. Oh, my God. They're losers. They're losers. What's rude, going on? Rude. What's going on? I don't fucking know. Hit on um, Nicole. <laughs> please, it's all I fucking want. Um, okay, so you've been living together for two years. What is like, what's like the hardest thing about living with a partner? Um, I'm not messy. She is messy. And ah. um, she like not messy to the point of like, oh my God, I'm like stepping over stuff. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't want to say I'm like organized, but I just like coming in and 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 things are where they're supposed to be or or, or mm-hmm. i the, the last place i left you know i i think as a kid i i had a big problem with like losing things and so mm-hmm. i always tried to like put things in their place so that i didn't lose anything and or, or i remembered where they were um and so it's a lot of me like just kind of or not a lot it's enough of me just kind of picking up after her and like putting things mm-hmm. back. Yeah. But like that's that's like not enough to be like annoying. Is it like no. just a cute little quirk? Yeah, it's just a cute little quirk. It's just it just is what it is. It's like differences. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, I think that's it. And then just me being having to leave every so often. And so like mm-hmm. sometimes I'll I'll work during the day and then I'm like, oh, I got a show. And she's like, oh. God, here we go. You know, like that whole thing. <laughs> but other than that, it's been it's been nice. It's a nice mm-hmm. this is my first time living with somebody. And this is it's I get why people do it, you know? <laughs> I get <laughs> I get I why get people it. move in together. I see nice. what everybody talking about. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so your mom sent you to school in a uniform, even though your school didn't have uniforms. Did that make you a hit with the ladies or do people make fun of you? (laughs) I don't know when I, how you got that information, but yeah. (laughs) Yes. No. No, it didn't make me a hit with the ladies. Dear God. I want to say I felt 
when things started going better for me, and it was in 11th grade around mm-hmm. March. Around March in 11th grade. Okay. 11th grade. And I was like, what is is this? What is this energy I'm feeling? It's different. I'm being treated differently. Um, But I think I just, yeah, stopped wearing a uniform or, (laughs) but yeah, no, yeah, I, so I I went through all like, like, uh, I don't want to say private schools, but my first public school that I went to was in fifth grade. And I'm mm-hmm. just now coming off of, you know, going to uniform, wearing uniform schools. And my family are like, they're, they were very used to not having to buy a wardrobe or anything like that. Uh-huh. And so they just sent me to school with the uniform <laughs> while everybody's just wearing normal clothes. And I'm like, uh-huh. okay, yeah, this is, um, this is it. This is it. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done here. My social life is over. <laughs> Why on earth would this work for me? And um, like in L.A., like, I mean, I, I'm sure in any city, uh, every school is a feeder school for another thing. And mm-hmm. so everybody w- would just like disperse from that school and I would just go to the next grade and it would just be like one or two people from that school that would be like, oh, that's the dude that used to wear a fucking uniform. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just a uniform kid. That also, like, you know, you couldn't really wear, like, clothes well. I didn't have a lot of practice in it, <laughs> you know? I had no fashion sense. <laughs> so, yeah, I was just, like, the dusty kid for That's a while. very funny that your parents <laughs> were like, eh, this is a thing that we're just not going to deal with. You're just going to fucking wear a uniform and get the fuck up over it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very, very disrespectful <laughs> to your job. It's like, funny. Yeah, it's it is in hindsight hilarious. Hindsight, like that is the best bit that they've ever played on me. Um, other than never uh, supporting my dreams. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> like. <laughs> well, do they support them now that you like work? Yeah, I think now that now that I have um, now that I can, you know, live on my own. I feel like, mm-hmm. or, or once that started, uh. Yeah, they were like, okay, well, I guess this is just what you do. I don't want to look into what you do, but I, I, I guess that's cool, you know? Yeah. I mean, my grandmother from Barbados, uh, I don't know, five years ago, asked me if I was going to go back to college, and I was like, I'm doing, oh, I'm doing good. I don't need to. I'm busy. And she was like, don't you want to be a lawyer or something? And I was like, no, I'm making, pr- I'm, I'm working, I'm doing yeah. it. I, I you know? make lawyer money is that <laughs> yeah, too much I'm, yeah, for you without doing court shit and without yeah. the degree and yeah i mean i didn't get a college degree and i never heard the end of it. i still don't hear the end of it they're like don't you want to get that degree and i'm like nobody's asked me for it nobody has said can i see it can i see that paper nobody gives yeah. a shit yeah this like it truly like the most west indian thing i've ever you, what, what you're saying is the most west indian thing mm-hmm. i've ever heard in my life but like my, I, I was, um, I love cars. I love working on cars. And um, I What kind of car you got? I got a, a Honda S2000. Little, little old, old bitty. No, it's, S2000. That's the two-seater? The two-seater, yeah. Two-seater. Do you have a, is it a soft top? Soft top, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know that car. They stopped making yeah. that in like the mid-2000s? They did. Damn. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I I thought it was yeah I thought it was the the hatchback uh 
Civic. That's why I asked at first, but yeah. I think that's the SI. I like cars. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't know the ins and outs of working on them. Yeah. But yeah, I like yeah. them. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I'm glad <laughs> glad that you even know about it. Like most of the time when I say S2000, it's like, is that the Toyota or whatever? <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. They're thinking of the Toyota Spider. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't remember the model. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's a yeah. fun car. It's a fun car. It's really fun. And I've I've done I've I've brought it to a level that I like and I did it in my parents um in their yard essentially. Mm-hmm. And I'm working on it the whole time. I'm doing all of this stuff and my parents didn't know that I was like capable of of all this, like tra- tra- changing transmissions and all that stuff. And uh-huh. I did I finished and my mom was like, Oh wow, you you really I mean, if you want, you could become a mechanic. I was like, Mom, I'm on television. I was just on, I'm on television. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what else you need, but I, I, I think that was like a, a breaking hobby. point. I'm this on is, TV. <laughs> I'm on TV. Oh, That's my goodness. That's so funny. Um, I have a Mitsubishi 3000 GT. And nice. what is she? She's a 94. I wanted a 98, but yeah. the 94 is is same. Nothing's too different. Uh, I think 93 was the last year that the the headlights bounced up. I was like, yeah. I don't want that because I don't want to fix that. Yeah. Uh, when it inevitably breaks. Yeah. But I fucking love driving it. And every time I drive it, um, I'm like, how come people aren't looking around being like, cool car? <laughs> Right, right, right. Oh, God. You realize that shit so quick where you're like, oh, this is just for me and other dudes. nobody gives a shit. (laughs) Nobody gives a fuck. It's like you you gotta come to peace with it. It's just like, oh, you're looking around like, I did all of this. And they're like, okay, cool, man. It's not a Tesla. Okay, what is your all-time favorite car? All-time favorite car? Oh God! Um, I love Porsches. Like like uh-huh. the the new GC3 RS that just came out is pretty mm-hmm. crazy. I did the uh, so they have like the Porsche driving experience in Carson. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's so fun. I think I just, I think everybody should do it. It's like the most fun <laughs> I've had. <laughs> like, you're just. And there's like so much technology in the car, but it feels like one of those 90s Hondas where it's, you feel so connected to it, which is really mm-hmm. nice. So probably one of those, the GT3 maybe, all-time favorite. Yeah, that's like the the craziest thing I've, I've driven, I think. And I, mm-hmm. I'm i not the, the type to be like, oh, I'm going to go look at this car. It looks so cool that's my dream car. It's like, I have to drive it first because um, there's, there, there are a, a good amount of like super cars that are fun to look at, but pretty boring mm-hmm. to drive. You know, I, my, I own my favorite car. A Mitsubishi 3000 GT is my Fuck favorite yes. car ever since I was a little kid. Um, and the reason, <laughs> because it was a moderately priced Japanese sports car yes. that was affordable for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And not necessarily the fastest, but like yeah. it'll get you, it'll get you somewhere. And it that's drives fine. I wish I yeah. I don't really know how to drive a stick. I can mm-hmm. if someone put a gun to my head, I understand how to do it. Um, but I was like, I don't want to buy it to learn on it and then like ruin the transmission and yeah. then 
but I might get a geo tracker uh, or a yeah. Suzuki sidekick because a lot of them come in a stick and I'm like, eh, I like it. It's a cute little, it's a cute little truck. And maybe yeah. I'll learn on that. The little key trucks as well. Yeah. Uh, if you go to Vegas, I don't know the name of it, but there is a track that you can drive around. Have you done that? No, I haven't done that, but I've I've heard about it. I think it's the Las Vegas Speedway. And I think you, that's what it is. Yeah. And um, yeah, like they they let you like open up any kind of supercar and all that yeah. stuff. I drove a Ferrari. You drove a Ferrari? It was, oh, it was great. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. So I was the only woman there. It was yeah. just like a bunch of guys and me. And I was the only one who was like, are you guys fucking excited? <laughs> I think yeah. everyone was trying to be cool. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm tripping. Like, I've never sat in a McLaren. Like, that's fucking cool. That's so sick. It's so incredible. And then... um. My friend Sashir went with me and she was like, yeah, I was with the wives. And she was like, I put, she was like, I was like standing with them. And they were like, oh, that's my husband. And so she was like, that's my friend. She's having a good time. <laughs> and they take you around the track once in a Porsche in a Porsche. What is it? Cheyenne or Cayenne? Mm -hmm. um, the little SUV. And then the guy goes, do you want to go fast? And I'm like, yeah. And these like guys with me were like, sure. And then we went so fucking fast. And I was like, wee. And <laughs> These men didn't seem excited. And I was like, what are you, nervous? You don't have to shift. All these cars, they'll be automatic or you can shift. Um, yeah. And I was like, so don't worry about it. And then the guy coaches you through curves. Someone sits with you. Yeah. Uh, they coach you through it. They tell you when to speed up. They tell you when to slow down, when to hit the brakes. And then he's like, we can go as fast or as slow as you want. Some of these people were going so fucking slow. I was speeding past people. I can't recommend it enough. Yeah. Oh, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. It's Fuck yeah. so fucking fun. That sounds so dope. That's like, that's the, that's the dream. That's the, you want to have, well, you, you drive around LA and there are like, you know, Ferraris everywhere. It's just like, yeah, yeah. but you can't drive it. You, you can't, can't drive it. You can't do what it's meant to do. You're, you're literally Ugh. putting a muzzle on a, yes. a, a giant dog or a giant horse or uh -huh. whatever. You're not doing what it needs to do. It's bored. Yeah. Whenever I see a Hellcat, I'm like, why would you buy that for like your everyday car? Oh my That's God. literally insane. Oh, also you can go drifting in a Hellcat. Oh, out there? Yeah. So like yeah. they won't let you drive it, but someone will do it for you. That's and you get sick. to just like sit in the back seat. That's so, so cool. Sashir didn't want to do it with me, so I didn't get to do it. Damn. Damn. Sashir, what's what's going on? Sashir, like you don't want to you don't want to have the time of your life. I know. She was like, I'm scared. Garrick, real quick, we have to take a break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talked to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I gotta say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So... Even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. 
Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. Garrett, can I ask you about a woman, a girl who yeah. you asked to homecoming and then said yes, but then she turned around and went with somebody else. <laughs> uh, how did that? How did that make you feel? Um, that was one of the worst days of my life. Uh, God. So this is pre eleventh grade. I want to say this okay. was around tenth grade, maybe ninth. Um, no, for sure tenth grade. And yeah, I really, really, really like this girl. And I think I was just doing like the, you know, I'm just going to be her buddy old pal for for as mm -hmm. long as it takes, you know, and kind of like turtle my way in there, I guess. I think it's just because I didn't say how I felt, you know, like you, you kind of mm -hmm. have to let people know or else they're just going to be like, oh, you're really nice. Um, <laughs> and so I went out on a limb, asked her to homecoming. She said no. And I was like, mm -hmm. okay, totally fine. Um, she said no because she was going with somebody else. She was like, oh, I'm sorry, but I'm going with this guy. Um, she, uh, or like they had a falling out, I feel like. And she was mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to homecoming with him anymore. Would you like to go to homecoming with me? And I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, why not? Why not? And we went to homecoming together. And then <clears throat> I saw them making out like on the dance floor at homecoming. And I was just like, okay, yeah, this oh, is my no. my own little fucking indie movie. It was devastating. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah. And so, you, I don't know. I, I don't think I've, like, yeah, you just get heartbreak so early in life mm -hmm. that you, you're like, all right, well, I guess this is just a thing that I have to get used to. You know? <laughs> yeah you're like okay so life is just gonna be more of this more right. people hurting my fucking feelings yeah yeah sounds sounds amazing sounds awesome <laughs> god so like when did you start dating dating was it high school 
Or do you consider yourself a late bloomer? I consider myself a late bloomer. Blue bloomer? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um <laughs> I, I don't I don't know why I went for that. Anyway. <laughs> um, I uh yeah, late bloomer. I think I wanna say um second first year of college. Yeah, first year of college. First first mm-hmm. and a half, I wanna say, yeah. Um, is when I like really like just kind of started stop being like scared. I think I just started hanging out with um, some of my friends from high school who were uh, a lot more adept in talking to women <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. than I was. And it was a lot of, of uh, me being a wallflower and then them like kind of pushing me into uh, a situation where I'm just like, oh, I like this girl. And then they're like, great. And then go talk to her or like, oh, my homie, over there, my homie over there, like, these are cute. And it's just me in the corner, just like, oh, I don't know, man. I'm the homie and I think you're cute. Yeah. Sorry hi. about it. So, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, I, 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 I want to say like, yeah, first year of college, freshman year of college was, is when things started going a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now that you're on television, do you, and you do stand-up, do you have chuckle fuckers? I ask all stand-ups this, because I'm always very curious. Um, So, yes and no. I think it, it's it's not like people who have followed me from show to show or something like that, or, or mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, been like, oh, are you going up at this place? I would like to meet you in person. I've never seen that. But after shows uh, or while on stage, I have been hit on a couple of times. And that's that's about it. You've been hit on on stage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does that go down? So that was, th- this one was like weird where a girl, okay, so one one moment that sticks out. Um, uh-huh. I was I was on stage in Indianapolis. Um, and asking people like getting doing the crowd work thing up top and all that stuff, mm-hmm. asking people like what they're what they're doing, uh, what are you doing in Indiana- Indianapolis? Um, what are you doing here? Somebody said, "Oh, I'm on a blind date." Um, and I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. cool. How's it going?" She was like, "Um, it's a, uh, it's going all right." And I was like, "Oh, what's all right? I mean, it's fine." Do you want my number though? And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like." In front of the poor guy's face. Oh, it's like that's no. that like and you like immediately after that happened, you just get that flashback of the heartbreak from yes. homecoming, and you're like, oh no, this is me, but I'm the I'm on the other side of it now. <laughs> oh no, what did you say? I, I said no, like that's so rude. <laughs> like, why would you do that? You just broke this man's. Spirit, he's gonna be a red pill on Reddit now. Congratulations. <laughs> I mean, at least he dodged a bullet. He knows that so. she's a bitch. Yeah, she's an asshole. Good, what? yeah, good for him. Oh, what a fucking nightmare. That's yeah. wild. That is truly so wild to do right in front of the date. Wait, you said you've been hit on a couple times on stage. What do you remember the other ones? No, I, the other times have just been like someone being like, oh, you, like you're cute or whatever. Um, or mm-hmm. me, I like me doing like a self deprecating joke um, about being lame and then somebody like yelling from the back, 
being like, oh, no, you're not, you're not at all. I love you and all that shit like that. And I'm like, oh, well, thank you That's so much. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, people are like, we can't let the pretty person be sad. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm, um, uh, stop, stop doing that. Stop, let, let, let people be sad for a moment. I, I don't know. I don't, and <laughs> Don't feel like you owe anybody that you find attractive anything, <laughs> you know? That's very funny. Yeah, yeah. Don't let the pretty person be sad. So. <laughs> we can't! We gotta save him! <laughs> we gotta save him! No, no, he could not leave this place <laughs> feeling bad about himself. It's like, why? <laughs> That's like fat jokes. If you're like on stage, you're like, I'm fat. They go, no, you're not. And it's like, then what am I? If I'm not fat, you tell me what I am. What is it? You want to let me? You, you, is there something I don't know? Um, I have a question. You went to LMU for two years before dropping out. What is LMU? Where's that? Loyola Marymount. That is in um, New York. In West, no. It's in Westchester. It's in LA. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you yeah. went for two years for mechanical engineering. Yeah. Why did you drop out? Were you like, I don't want to engineer anything? What is mechanical yeah. engineering? <laughs> it's it is a I mean the car shit, honestly. It is just like oh, okay. I really wanted to get into like engine development and figure out oh. how that worked. And that was what I heard was the path for it was mechanical mm -hmm. engineering. And so I studied that for two years there and I got an internship out in Fontana and um, at a Ford plant, I believe, or, or yeah, I believe it was a Ford plant. And I got to see what my job was going to be. Mm -hmm. And it was just somebody um, on ECAD, which is a, uh, a digital, like, digital rendering um, ah. of, like, you know, rods and pistons and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was just somebody doing stress tests, which is, like, just seeing how strong a piece of bar is essentially um uh -huh. and i was like oh if this is gonna be my life for the next four years i really need to figure out something to do you know uh -huh. like some kind of outlet because this is gonna be awful and then i kind of <laughs> was just like i would think about like what i kind of just did naturally which is like kind of make jokes my family is mm -hmm. funny and then I just started going to open mics because I wanted to do improv, but improv was expensive. And <laughs> I just kind of went to... wild how expensive improv is? Improv it's is like, so expensive. We're all making shit up. Yeah. When I say, would you like orange juice? It's my hand, my hand in a C shape pretending yeah. to give someone orange juice. And they go, give me $400 for that. And you're it's like, so expensive. you're like, there's no props at all. Like, it's like, I, <laughs> who am I paying for? And then you, you get to know the teachers after like, you know, you've been doing, uh, or you've been in the industry for long enough. And uh -huh. they're like, oh yeah, we don't get paid much to do yeah. that. And so it's uh -huh. like, okay, so why is it $500 per class? <laughs> Because the building you're making shit up in is expensive, is expensive. Okay. and they gotta pay the rent, and they won't take uh, pretend money. Uh, yeah, I oh coached improv for a minute, and I made barely any money. And I was like, "Oh, we gotta, we gotta figure out something else to get some yeah. cash coming in." It's tough. Yeah, it's awful, and like it, it kind of feels like exploitation in a way. <laughs> 
it's, yeah. it's pretty wild. Yeah. Here's a question that you may not have the answer for, but I cannot figure it out. So uh, the Ford Bronco, I think it's years 64 to 72 is like the most popular model. It's coveted. Usually you find them covered in rust. You got to like rebuild them from the, the frame up. Yeah. But there's companies that license bodies from Ford. Do yeah. you know how that works? Um, no. So, okay. So <laughs> I know that there are like different companies that will literally reach out and say, hey, to Ford and or uh -huh. or I, um, the, the one I'm like basing this off of is uh, Singer. They do Porsches. They do like really mm -hmm. old Porsches and they just take them from the, the ground up. And so they'll find either a restored Porsche or they'll like ask them to just give them the frame of this year and they'll just build it up from there. And so like, because uh. they have like a relationship as like at, at like an official modder or official modding company. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. They'll like the company or Ford or one of the big places will just send them the frame, which is what they huh. want in the first place. Cause all they would do is like find a Bronco and then strip it down to yeah. its, it's bare metal. Yeah, to just the frame and rebuild yeah. like the the chassis and all that shit. It, it, yeah, yeah, I went to like one of the oh, I can't remember the name, but it's based in Atlanta. I went to their factory yeah. and looked. They're all they're fucking cool. But I was like, yeah. how are you getting bodies? Like, I don't get it. Yeah. And then I'm like, also, what's the crash test on this? Is it gonna fold up on me? Am right. I gonna pass it, away? Yeah, you might. You might <laughs> you fucking might. <laughs> also, they're so expensive. Yeah. They're like two hundred thousand dollars, and I'm like, yeah. ugh, to for a car to drive. And they're like, but it can't be your everyday car. And I'm like, but if I spend two hundred thousand dollars on a car, it better drive me around every fucking day. It better fucking drive me around every day. It's so expensive. You're out of your and I mind. want one so fucking bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah also, yeah. I I want uh what is it? A Suzuki Jimmy, but they Suzuki doesn't make cars here anymore. Oh, and God. then I looked into importing it from Mexico, and mm. apparently that's a nightmare. It's hard. Uh, I want the cars Imports I want. I can't have. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. The um the R thirty four GTR, the 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 car that Brian drove in the second Fast and the Furious. Yes, the silver and blue one that just became yes. legal here to import. Oh. And I, who, <laughs> Nicole, the way I'm like waiting Whoa. for the prices to drop down from $130,000, uh -huh. I want one real bad. I wonder if they will drop down. I mean, probably. I feel like if interest doesn't like stay, then it yeah. will. Yeah. I love the the Eclipse that he drove in the first one. Yeah, the 10 the second car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I love Dom's car, the RX-8. Yes. Uh, which they, I mean, they still have it. Yeah. Uh, but it's just not the same as in the 90s. Yeah. The 90s was a beautiful heyday for Japanese sports cars. The best time for Japanese sports cars. I like even the 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 European Jetta that Jesse drove. I uh -huh. was I Ooh, the, the white nice. one. I was like, yeah, I'm into that. I'm into that or the It's a little the, boxy, but I like it. I like it. I like it. I love that that whole like run from Fast and Furious 1 to I think 3. All the cars mm -hmm. in there. I, I love every single one of them. Fucking beautiful. Oh my god. Uh there's a Nissan in it that the guy who punches 
Paul Walker's character. That's a, I can't remember the model, but that's also lovely. Also, the the scene where they're doing the first race and then yeah. all the cars disperse is like oh, yes. eye candy. Yeah, it is yeah. Just a beautiful treat for your eyes to be like, ooh, what's that? Ooh, what's that? Ooh, yeah. Oh. oh my god, it's the it's the best. And like, I want to blame. Um, I want to blame Fast and Furious for why they're so expensive. Like you, that the, the same the same Mazi you were just talking about. Like they they're still forty five thousand dollars mm-hmm. <laughs> if you find one clean. Like, and the engine in those are. They're rotary engines, and so they 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 go bad pretty often because it was like a new design, mm-hmm. and so, and they're just hard to like kind of find somebody that would work on them on that engine, and so there's just like a lot of them that just kind of blow, or the the engine will just blow, and so you're like, okay, well, I'm buying this just because of Dominic Toretto, um, <laughs> and just because he drove it, but I can't drive it because it only mm-hmm. it's a ticking time bomb, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I only drive mine. I only drive my Mitsubishi every now and again because I took it in to a Mitsubishi dealership, and they were like, "Yeah, we can fix it, but like you should find someone who specializes in '90s Japanese sports yeah. cars." And I was like, "Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. yeah, I'll find somebody." Yeah, um, because yeah. I wanted to switch the engine out into something bigger, and they were like, uh-huh. "No, we yeah. can't do that." Of and course. I was like, "Oh okay, cool, thanks." guy <laughs> thanks guy yeah, whose job thanks, it nice is man. to know yeah God. i also got it from indiana and they were like why why this car and i was like because it's my favorite car growing up and then they because it has like original tires all like all original uh the radio's original everything's original in it yeah and i asked them about it and they're like oh well it was kept in a garage and it was this this woman's son's car and then she said that he stopped driving it and she would drive it every Saturday. I was like, oh my God, did this woman's son die? Oh God. <laughs> and it's just like the saddest story you're ever telling me about my favorite car. <laughs> yeah, could you please let me know? I need to like pay my respects, I guess. <laughs> yeah, is my car haunted by the ghost of like a varsity right. football player? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like <laughs> taking it out one, or not taking it out one night or like, he 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 won the championship game, and so uh-huh. he was in the back of the pickup, and then Matt got hit, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Like, it's I don't. Like, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for the car, man. Oh, okay. Real quick, we gotta take a break. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that. Everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. 
With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Does your girlfriend share your love of cars or does she just... uh? listen to you when you talk about it yeah she just listens <laughs> yeah she's she's not into it at all she's like oh yeah, i mean cool 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 sometimes i'll i'll notice her like fading um onto her phone it's it's literally i i, I know nobody can see this bit but it's just like like somebody slowly, as you're talking, slowly putting their phone up and then you just uh-huh. hear TikTok start and you're like, okay. And you're yeah. like, oh, okay, I guess we're done. I guess we're done. Um, <laughs> I have a new favorite car that I, <laughs> I took this guy that I was dating to go visit it and he yeah. was like, oh, that's, he was like, oh, I thought like we would do something else after. And I was like, oh, no, I just know it's parked here. And <laughs> I wanted to show it to you. That's and sick. Because, well, okay, here's why. I think it was imported from Mexico because it's a Volkswagen Golf, but a pickup. Oh, nice. Oh, that's so cool. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, I was yeah. so excited to find it. And then I found it parked and I was like, oh, well, now I know where it lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go look at it. Let's go look at this little weird car. <laughs> and we went and looked at it. And he was like, okay, so what do you want to do now? And I was like, oh, talk about it. Um, <laughs> talk about how cool it is that, like, I, that we got to see that. Yeah. And then sometimes we'd be on the phone and i take... To get my nails done, I'll take the longer route to go visit it. Yeah. And we would like be on the phone. I'd be like, there's the car. And he'd be like, <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> that's a good date. That's a good date. What do you mean? Imagine, imagine if you go, you saw a fucking pickup golf. It's a car yes. that's not supposed to exist. Yes, it's not supposed to be here. It's not supposed to be here. And then you just get high and look at this little thing, yes! like, scoot around. That's it sick. It looks insane. Yeah, yeah. It looks so crazy. Like, <laughs> what, one, of, one of my, like, little car buddies, like, eventually, like, you post enough on Instagram that you start to accumulate people who will send you car stuff. And uh-huh. he, his younger... I think his younger brother just bought a Maz, an old Mazda Speed, where it's like mm-hmm. you're like you're driving the car and your passenger is this close to in, you, like yes. shoulder like to shoulder, inside you, yes. inside, literally inside of you. <laughs> and somebody, the person he bought it from, put a turbo on it, and so it is literally something that weighs, all, I think, less than a ton with like three hundred uh-huh. horsepower. And so you're like you're driving a motorcycle. You're, you you cannot control it. And he has this one picture that is so fucking funny of his younger sibling just, like, driving the car and, like, screaming out the window because he's so terrified. 
It's like, that it's, is so funny. Yeah, yeah. You're in a pod that will essentially kill you eventually. And yeah, that's sick. Ugh, I fucking love it. We've talked too much about cars. I should talk about dating. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, what? Do you have any advice? How? Okay. If someone was to like, say you're single and someone was to hit on you, how would you want to be hit on? Oh, um, just approached in general. I'll take it from there. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. Just a high hello. uh, I got it. No worry. And we got it. Yeah. Because I I feel like people are so, people don't know that men like to be approached at all because Mm -hmm. we're like seen as fucking monsters all of the time. (laughs) <laughs> um and like cat collie mon- and we are we i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like shy away <laughs> from that men are bad for the most part but like uh-huh. i've like there like, there was there was this one video going around of a woman just going up to men and being like you should smile more and then the guy just <laughs> smiled he's like oh <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i smile because like it's just nice and so, like, being approached is is honestly the sickest thing of just being like, hey, hey, I like your vibe. I like your vibe. It's like, oh, I like your vibe that you actually came up and uh, talked to me because I don't want to, you know, be the aggressor all of the time um, and rejection See, I sucks. was told that if men want something, they'll get it. And then it's a turn off to, like, hit on somebody. No, that's fucking bullshit. You got to hit on people. <laughs> that's fucking bullshit. I think it's. Where we're we're getting to equal playing fields on in the dating field at least more. So um I yeah, I genuinely think it's just approach to, to go after what you want. All right. I guess that's fucking good advice. What <laughs> what, uh, what other advice you got? What a um um be interested in the other person. Like I I uh-huh. it feels more cliche, but like a lot of People try to be as interesting as possible, but like I, I genuinely feel like when you're trying to carry the conversation, be more interested in what the other person has to say than hmm. you like putting on airs and being like, oh, look, look at all of this thing. Look at, you know, look at all the baggage that I have or look at all the accolades that I've collected. It's just like, no, what do you want to know about that other person and actually mm-hmm. make them feel like they're interesting? Um, because that's, I don't know. It's, it's how you get to know people, (laughs) you know, you don't want people, (laughs) people want to be known. Sure. But like, I genuinely think that the best way for people to get to know you as well is by, um, being, making the other person feel like the most interesting person in the room, you know? Mm. I think that's actually really good advice. Oh, sick. Because if you like somebody, yeah, you should be like, oh, even if you're not super interested, it's like, well, this is an interest of yours. Yeah. So, like, tell me more about it. Tell I me like, more about I it. I like that you like a thing. Yeah. So tell me about that thing. Yeah. What's What actually draws you to it in the first place? You know? So it's like, let uh-huh. me get to know your thought process rather than, like, you in, its, in and of itself, you know? That, yeah, I really like that. Like, I have a friend who's really nice to me about, so, like, 
I like cars, obviously. Yeah. And I bought the, it wasn't Consumer Reports. I think it was like Car and Driver magazine. Yeah. They had one with like all the 2024 models. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. So then I was reading it and every now and again, I'd be like, Hey, Sashir, did you know we're only down to three subcompact cars, which I think is pretty <laughs> wild because yeah. who needs all the room? And she would go, oh, how many subcompact cars were there before? And then I would go, well, the Civic was considered one before they made it bigger in the redesign yeah. in the late 90s. She doesn't give a shit. No, she, ha she has never cared one time about this interest of mine, but she was like, she's really excited about this right now. So I'll ask questions so she can tell me things yeah. that excite her. Yeah. And I, I I think that's nice for a partner to do. That's what mm -hmm. I want. I want a partner to do that. Yeah, yeah. You need a partner that'll ask you questions about cars and about consumer reports. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah, why not? You deserve that. That's it. It's that's it's wild. Deserve. That's what you deserve. You deserve somebody that's gonna ask you questions. What the fuck? Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? What am I doing? Oh boy, Garrick, do you have any friends? You got any single friends? Are they I, all I, comics? They're all comics. They're all fucking then psychotic. Fuck that. Yeah, they're all psychos. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Every, every time I ask somebody asks, you have any single friends? And I'm like, well, I mean, if you're into people who are on the brink of of a psychotic break, then sure. Uh, I, do yeah, I, I have the man for you? For you? <laughs> yeah. A fun narcissist who was bullied in their youth and now his women yeah. throwing themselves at them so they don't really understand the worth of people. I yeah. got that person I, for you. Oh, my God. I've got them in space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Garrick. Yeah, I'm okay. sorry. It's okay. Do you have brothers? I do have a brother, um, and he uh, is married. Yeah, is he happy? Um, he is happy. He is Fuck happy. I'm Garrett. sorry. I've All maybe, right. Maybe give him four more years. Uh, it's a new, four newish marriage. Newish marriage. Maybe okay. like once my nephew starts talking back, and they have to like have a whole conversation about that, and that could start well, fraying the relationship. I'm out. I'm not okay. being a stepmother. Okay. I can't do that. That's, that that's sounds cool. like one of the worst things I can think of. It a is. kid going, you're not my mom. And I'm like, and I don't fucking want to be. Do yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. you want. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I'm just laughing at the fact of, or like the idea of you wearing a shirt that says, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the stepmom. I'm the mom that steps up. <laughs> like, oh, God. I'm not the stepmom. I'm the mom who stepped up and is in their life. <laughs> oh I would never. I would be like, I'm the mom who stepped out. Stepped don't talk out. to me about this child. <laughs> I'm done. I'm not their mom. I leave. don't want it. Yeah, leave me out of the conversation. I don't want okay. to talk to Okay. Does your girlfriend have any male friends who are nice? Um, She does have a brother. She does have a <gasps> brother. Um, How old is he? He's 41, maybe. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does he live in He's, L.A.? He does live in L.A. He lives in Long Beach. He's nice. Okay, tell him about me. I tell will. him that this stranger <laughs> woman you just met, who's, <laughs> who's horny, is looking, and she'll yeah. drive. Yeah. I got a car. Yeah, she, I, she's I'm under my mileage on my lease. Yeah. I'll go. I'll get out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah. I'm. <laughs> I'll tell him. I'll let him know. <laughs> 
but I currently have COVID, so tell him he's got to wait at least five business days. Okay, all right, all right. What got to wait for that? Um, <laughs> that standard shipping to, yeah. to come through <laughs> on your he day. Can't have express. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, uh-uh. we gotta we gotta just wait on it. Uh huh. Uh huh. We gotta wait. We got a a good amount of time. All right, Garrick, we've come to the end. You're fucking delightful. I'm glad I came across your Instagram. Will you, do you, uh-oh, how do I end this podcast? Do you have anything you want to promote? Yeah, yeah. Um, I have I have my my podcast, uh, Guilty Pleasures, um, oh, with my buddy Kelsey Dara and Zach Kornfeld. And then I am at the Helium in St. Louis on February 2nd through the 3rd. Have you been to that helium? I have not. Have you? It's so fucking fun. I've had oh, some of really? my favorite shows there. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, man. There's this older couple that goes to shows there. They like randomly came to mind. They didn't know who I was. They sat front row and I had a blast with them. Yeah. I wish I could remember their name. I was okay. talking to their daughter on Instagram for a while. Really? What a funny memory. That's Yeah. <laughs> they were like, my parents love you. They just don't have an Instagram to talk to you. <laughs> and we talked for a couple of years. I wonder how they are. Anyway, yeah. I asked all my guests this. I've only missed it a couple times. Mars just reminded me, would you date me? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. We can talk about cars the whole time. <laughs> Why not? All right. That's nice. Yeah. Well, Garrick, thank you so much for being here. Um, if you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, you can like it, rate it, subscribe, give me five stars on Apple Podcasts. And if you write me something nasty, hitting on me to Why Won't You Date Me Podcast at gmail.com, I will read it. Okay, this person said, um, Finest Egyptian Lotion. Dear Nicole, First, I would rub your body down with the finest Egyptian lotion. Mm-hmm. From from there to keep you in a state of passion and confusion, I will <laughs> sing at you Toto's Africa <laughs> while using your humble bosom as bongos. <laughs> Just after a solid four hours of passionate and interesting lovemaking, we'll, <laughs> we'll end the night cuddling with $37.48 worth of Taco Bell swapping dead parent stories and enjoying Sonic 2. <laughs> that is... <laughs> what a perfect, perfectly worded, perfectly written, uh, disgusting thing. <laughs> this, is, this is one of my favorites. Passion and confusion. Mm-hmm. Passionate and interesting. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, it's not good, but no. you'll talk about it. <laughs> you'll talk about it. You'll think about it. It, it it feels it, it feels like Drake wrote this. I don't know. I know that's like a weird thing, but no, I get it. I, I yeah, it's like it's close to his voice. Does that make sense? Yes. I hope Drake listens to this podcast and he's like, yeah, let me take a stab at this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's doing podcasts now. <laughs> this is Drake. We're we just it, let's just go with the lore that this was Drake. On a burner. This was Drake. (laughs) This was Drake. Thanks, Drake. (laughs) Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to Why Won't You Date Me? with Nicole Byer. This show is produced by me, Mars, with guest research by Lindsay Kempf. It's executive produced by Adam Sachs, Nick Liao, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, with guest booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Maddie Ogden. Got a dirty message for Nicole? 
write it to why won't you date me podcast at gmail.com for a chance to have it featured on a future show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode. Bye-bye. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girly? <laughs> some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious.